Hey guys, welcome back to the vodcast. And as some of you may have noticed, we're finally back from a huge hiatus. Sadly, uh, the hiatus was because one of our hosts passed away, Eric, a very good friend of the channel and of all of us. And this podcast, uh, I think you might have noticed from the intro, will always be dedicated to him. That said, we have managed to find someone who I feel would be worthy of taking up the mantle of who Eric was on this podcast, and that is Infinity Break, otherwise known as Jay. Would you like to introduce yourself? Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. Thank you for having me. We talked about this on the last one, which might go up in a little bit. You were talking about that earlier. Um, but go, no, it's um, very, very nice for you to have me on. You messaged me out of the blue and uh, said, would you like to come on as a host? And I was like, hey, I'm I'm honored. Thank you for actually offering. And here I am. So I'm going to do my best to uh, live up to the shoes I have to fill. I don't want to say anything bad about like replacing because I can't replace, but I can definitely do a job, you know? Yeah. And th thanks for coming on. Um, That's it. You might have heard that Jay here referenced a previous episode. So what ended up happening is production problems. <laughs> so, yeah. Given the fact that I, I single-handedly have to like create all the art and my art style has dramatically changed over the past year, uh, we ended up recording an episode uh, two weeks ago that was supposed to go up right as E3 was starting. And I just, I wasn't able to get it out in time. Uh, but that said, it will be going up sometime in the future, probably after this episode. Uh, I already have pretty much all the audio taken care of that. It's just the actual podcast, and I'd rather give a more up-to-date one. We can just release that as like a decided episode or something. Uh, that said, I'll just let you all take it away. How have you been over the past, I guess, two weeks? Maybe if you want to tell the audience how long it's been or whatever. Matt, you first. Uh, Yeah, sure. Hello, everyone. Um, during the hiatus, a um, good amount of things have happened. Um, I changed my major to game design development, so I'm aiming for the gaming industry for my career. Other than that, I've been watching a lot of bad movies. I just got back from a trip, so if I sound exhausted, I apologize. But uh, yeah, it's uh, good to be back. How about you, Jay? How how's life been for you? Um, to recap, um, I've also been on hiatus in more ways than one. Not because so, I wasn't on the show before, so I technically haven't been on hiatus. But I've been on YouTube hiatus, and I just recently broke that last week. So, do my best to get back into YouTube. But while I've been on hiatus, I bought a house, uh, my first house I've ever owned. Technically, I have been learning music. I have been. I'm uh, working at my job. I just got a girlfriend. So a lot of things have been changing and I've been just trying to improve. Sorry, I'm going to do a lot of flub ups this whole recording session. Uh, but I've been doing a lot of uh, general improvements to my life. Just a lot of healthy changes, a lot of mindset changes, and a lot of production, productivity, I guess is a better word, uh, changes. Just general quality of life stuff going on over here on my end. Yeah, that's great. Um, for me, well, uh, I graduated. I got into my master's program for my college nice. as well. So we'll see how this ends up going. <laughs> I'm not at all <laughs> ready for graduate school. Um, besides that, I also took a massive hiatus just because like, my last semester had to wrap things up, everything that happened. But we're back. Um, things are rolling back into place. So with all that catching up done... Um, we can move on to the internet stuff. Now, in the previous episode that will go up someday, we made our predictions for E3. I would like to say I am right, Matt. Uh, I was 100% right about Starfield. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I know. Thank you, audience. We can all rub it in Matt's face. Anyways, <laughs> take it away, Matt. Thanks. <laughs> but yes... Now it is time to talk about what has happened with internet stuff. So, to start off, as Ash mentioned before, let's talk about E3. So, what did we think? What do we think? What What do we feel? How do you think it's going to go in the future? It was. Let us discuss. It was so bad, terrible. The only thing that was kind of a highlight, I guess, were some parts of Nintendo and some parts of Xbox for me. You didn't enjoy 30 minutes worth of Forza Horizon? 
<laughs> they go okay so that that's something i want to talk about they introduced forza horizon and it was like wow look at this game it's so high tech looks so detailed like i did not think it looked that next gen i'll be real with you it looked like a game from ps4 because like the lighting just looked so old to me. i know like racing games are meant to like push like the limits of technology on these consoles but like it just looked like a ps4 game or an xbox one game to me nothing special to be honest and everyone was like raving about how cool the graphics are and how advanced everything is like microsoft flight simulator looks better in my microsoft flight simulator that's a that's an insult that's like a but i mean it, it does look good from what i understand it's been a while since i've seen it but it did look pretty impressive Oh, the, um, the new one looks amazing. but Yeah, but when a free Microsoft client... Wait, is it free? I think it's you, you pay money for that, right? No, you pay money for it. I think the old version might have been free. But yeah, no, E3 was a mess. I did not at all think it was great. There were some things that I was like, haha, funny. Like, for example, Redfall. I, I don't know how many people remember this, but... I Every, did. Everyone said, "Oh my God, Elder Scrolls Bethesda just—they just got this copyright Redfall. It's—it's it's gonna be the next Elder Scrolls game." Boy, I made a video on that. <laughs> I, like that was—I was one of the few people that had someone that I—I I, I communicate with his name Septum. He was like, "Redfall copyright. You need to make a video." And I'm like, "Oh my God, I need to make a video." And years later, I'm just sitting here like, "How wrong we were." One of the first comments on that YouTube video was like. <laughs> you fools we all thought it was gonna be the next Elder Scrolls title and I'm just like um, yeah that hit a little bit harder than I thought it would <laughs> and it, was, it was made by Arkane Austin and I, if you guys know who they are they made Prey and when yeah. Prey was launched everyone was like oh my god it's a sequel it's Prey 2 we're finally getting Prey 2 the sequel no. to the 2000 I think it was 6 or 8 game and it was 2004 I thought was it it was it's from the the 2000s that's what i remember from mid 2000s somewhere around yeah there. <laughs> and everyone's like oh my god and then like they fucking lose their shit because it's not the same game and then they do it again with redfall it's just like they have a bad track of they make great games but they just they choose the worst names yeah they really need to well to be fair that wasn't their fault that was our fault we got so hyped thinking it was bethesda's game and it's, that's not there that's that's us that's us nerds looking at this stuff and thinking like it we're the charlie day meme where we're just like we're like got our hand against the blackboard and we're like there's pictures all over dots connecting them all and we're just like what well, did you make sense i promise and we're just like and then arcane's over there like it's just a new video game we made it's not anything to do with what you're talking about what else was there at e3 wasn't there they showed off more about that uh was that one left for Dead Clone? Not Clone, but like back, spiritual back success. Yeah, Back for Blood was announced. There's an Alien game that was announced that I'm interested in. Uh, there was an Ash vs. Evil Dead game, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, they showed that off. That looks pretty good. Um, trying to remember should... what else. They had a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Yeah, that's that's a weird one. I don't know how I feel about oh, yeah, that. Made by just... What's the, the same people who made the Square Avengers Enix. Game. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. That's uh, it was Idios, uh Montreal. They well, made um, I, the Deus Ex games. Yeah, that that one honestly seems like a natural progression for them because like they already built up all the tech for the Avengers game. They're probably just reusing it for this game. You know, yeah, I might, I might, as I see more, I might consider it. But this time, I'm not buying it at launch. I bought it at launch, the Avengers game, and I. Oh uh, no! Last it's year, fine. that's all I talked about. I was so excited. I was like, oh, I want to... Because we just came off Spider-Man. Spider-Man was so good. Yeah. And then that game was like... It wasn't bad, but it wasn't... The more you played it, the more it was like, this is not Because eventually the know? story dries out and it just becomes, you know, grind. Yeah, exactly. And it's not fun. Like, I don't know. Um, this game might be a chance for them to fix their mistakes, but I'm not buying it day one. I'm not doing that again. It burned me once. I don't want to touch the hot stove again. Me and Matt had a field day with it last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can only imagine. Shreds. <laughs> yeah, the, I don't understand why they're still releasing content for that game. I mean, I kind of like the storylines they're going into, like Hawkeye versus Mastro, or is it the Maestro? I can't remember what his name is, but it's the future imperfect Hulk. The one that's like intelligent and wants to is actually evil. Like I love those storylines, but 
it's not enough to make me go back in, especially considering the computer I could run it on is currently on the fritz. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What else happened? Um, did anyone actually care about the Ubisoft one? Besides, what do we see at Ubisoft besides Far Cry 6? Um, they were just bragging about Rainbow Six. Oh, yeah, that's a big topic there. Rainbow Six is, like, a weird game now. I I remember liking it when it first came out. Me and my friends from time to time will check it out every now and then and play it for just a, a day or two. But it's a big game. It's a big download. It's a big commitment. There's a lot of graphics in it. And uh, you kind of... I'm surprised that... That game came out in 2016, didn't it? Did it come out in 2016? I can't remember. But it... um. It, it's been a significant amount of time. Yeah, for a 2016 game, that looks pretty good for all these years later. I yeah, no, that game is that game's over six years old, almost six years old. But no, no, dude, E3 was a huge disappointment. It's boring. Yeah, they really just kind of. I mean, there was. Uh, okay, I, I guess another big topic is Halo Infinite. Thoughts, opinions. Okay, I. I'm a huge Halo fan. I've played Halo since I was like six. Um, and I'm actually kind of excited. Most people when that demo came out were like making fun of the monkeys. <laughs> but I'm like, they said it was an early demo. They just wanted to show off some stuff that they were coming up with. I'm I'm not like a diehard defender of it. Like if people want to say what they want to say, I'm just going to let them say whatever. I'm just looking forward to seeing what it could be. Because, I I mean, they could do anything. As long as it's Halo-themed, as long as it's fun. And as long as it's not trashing the lore and making things too complicated, I'm fine with it. Because, I mean, I mean Halo's Halo, already Halo, a mess. Halo, Halo 5 overcomplicating the lore? Christ. <laughs> it made no sense because the Sanghealy, the elites, they don't look anything like they have before. And then they advertise the game to be about Sheep versus Locke, and there's three to five yeah, exactly. seconds of them fighting, and that's it. I wonder like, what why? happened to the whole Cortana storyline, because like, this game opens up and we know absolutely nothing about it. Hmm. I don't know. I played Halo 4, and I was like, you know what? Nah. Yeah, so that's my issue with it. I don't really trust 343 with anything. Me like, neither, but I think they're they're listening. I don't know. So but, when I saw the previous gameplay trailer, like the one a few, I think it was, was it last E3? I forget when it was. Last E3 was like 2019. <laughs> we didn't have one last year. That's whatever, the whatever the last, uh, the last reveal. Yeah. Reveal for Halo Infinite was, I thought the gameplay looked good, decent, a little slow, but the the graphics were impressive. I, I don't really care that much about graphics. As long as it's stylized enough, I didn't really have yeah, issues with it. Everything can look good. It doesn't need to have the most amazing realistic graphics. In, in all honesty, I don't really think the graphics have improved that much. It just seems like the shadows got a little better. I honestly think we're reaching a brick wall. Because once we get photorealistic, like, where where is there to go? Hyper-realistic? I don't know if that's... Yeah, hyper-realistic, like the, the SpongeBob images where it's like oh God. i kept <laughs> thinking that games. i kept thinking of the cartoon characters that were like realified and i was like oh hyper realistic sonic appears on your screen no. <laughs> creepy pastas that's like oh that's like the, the rejected one that everybody yeah, like yeah, boycotted yeah. until they changed it yeah the uh, overall uh, not very exciting e3 i think but uh, yeah. there's there's some stuff to look forward to like i'm elden ring yeah. Oh yeah, stuff. Elden Ring, the first, the thing yeah. that started it all. I was like, I think there's more. I think there's still some stuff. There was Elden Ring. There was we already did Back for Blood. There's the Ash game, Aliens. Uh, Starfield was announced. That's a big freaking deal, which I think I have. I put a topic in that we'll talk about later, with why it's so important. Um, there was there was a lot of news. Ubisoft sucked. I couldn't. I can't care less about Rainbow Six Siege, but I mean, I'm sure some people are, and I'm glad they're happy for it. Excited about their BMX game that came that's coming out like a decade late because no one plays those games anymore. And I'm just gonna say it now: if you play those games, I I'm sorry if I offended you. <laughs> you're you're fine. Also, I don't actually play that, so just causing beef for no reason. Um, no, I, I I'm trying to like yeah, you three. It wasn't bad, but coming off a year early. That's the problem. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's so much cinematic stuff. We didn't really get much gameplay. That's the biggest thing. I don't understand why companies don't do that. I think it was like last year, a um, the people who did Baldur's Gate three. Uh, was it? What were they? Who were they called? They did a uh, Divinity Original Sin two as oh, well. I just um, can't remember. Is it Obsidian? No, 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 no it's no, no. not Obsidian. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I gotta look up uh, Divinity here on my Steam list. Divinity two. Original Sin is from Larian, I think. Larian? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah, them? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Larian Studios, I love those guys because, you know, everyone's like kind of bashing Baldur's Gate 3. But they, uh, when they announced Baldur's Gate 3, they didn't deceive anybody. Like, that's the one big thing I respected was they just played the game, showed off what they had, some bugs happened. Everything, bugs, flaws, and all. They were like, listen, some stuff's going to happen. We're building the game. We're still working on it. But we wanted to show you what we have. And this is the kind of game that we're currently working to give you guys. And they just played the game. And people got to see the bugs and the glitches and the technical problems. But it wasn't so bad to where it was like cyberpunk levels of my game is breaking. It was just natural things that could happen. And most studios are afraid to show that. Um, so they polish everything with like No Man's Sky and build these procedurally generated things that like are not real representations of their game. People get upset because they're misled. Um, cinematic stuff is a very easy way to just advertise a game without having to show any of the actual game whatsoever. And it kind of sucks. But that's my TED talk for today. Uh, you guys picked up after <laughs> <to> that. <laughs> yeah, so I think with that, uh, we should probably get moving on, Matt. Speaking of things that... Uh are negative i'm not sure you said something about this i said cyberpunk and this is a good this is a good segue to it i didn't mean to do that (laughs) steam cracks down on region train changes and oh yeah cyberpunk's back because they need money yay yeah so (laughs) i i kind of grouped these together just a second ago into the same thing because i figured it's a talk about stores so we can kind of group them together uh, yeah, I have no but, idea about the Steam stuff. Enlighten me. So, basically, uh, people did this. I, I never actually did it myself, but they would change their region in Steam to, like, China or something, or, like, some third-world country where everything is super cheap, and they would buy games with it. And then they'd immediately change their region back to, like, NA or whatever country they're actually from. And Steam was like, that's not good. We make less money. So, Steam decided to say unless so like it's kind of an asshole move but i guess i understand where it's coming from but basically if you change your accounts region uh more than once in a three month time span uh you're not allowed to like buy games for like a certain amount of time or you're going to be permanently locked into a region Hmm. that sucks for someone who's moving rapidly (laughs) but um I mean, normal people like me, I'd, I've never changed my region, so I I have nothing to worry about. I never do that. I just pay. I just am like, okay, 60, I'll budget for that, and I pay Steam's for it. Steam's still happening right now, guys. I oh, have really? every game ever made. <laughs> I My dad is Gabe Newell. <laughs> no, I just, I have a really bad habit. Like, the past couple summer sales, I buy games, and I'm like, oh, well, if I ever want to play it, I have it. All right, man. Yeah, I do that too. I bought literally every Valve game ever released in a bundle. What's the size of your library on Steam? <laughs> Look, my library bundle. Where is it? We really have to compare sizes, right? Now? <laughs> <laughs> I have two hundred and eighty. Wait, is that all of them, or I need to check because there I have some uh, selection. Right. Uh, you you guys say yours. I'm checking to make sure. Yeah, where do I check it again? It's like. Um, it's go to library, top of the library. Games and software, and then it's like a drop-down menu. I think I have 190. That's not right because it's 277. saying 277. I have more. 323. Oh, you win because I think I have like 285. Unless, like, because I'm, I just want it to all be lumped into one category. Oh yeah, if you, it should be under uncategorized. It shows all your games. 
Oh, how do I do that? You just scroll down in the thing. Because I, I have my own categories that I made myself, and then you just, like, minimize the categories. What did you do? Did you do alphabetical stuff, or did you do it by, like, franchise? Because that's what I did. Uh, I've done it by, like, genre. When I go into uncategorized, and then the, some of the games that I have organized are not there. Yeah, I'm just going to do some quick math. Um, it is... One, two, three. <laughs> it's 12. My official tally is 328 games. Ooh, man. I know. Wait, how, how are you doing it? I, I like, got into my um, account, and I looked at the categories, and I, I double-checked, and for some reason, my uncategorized games do not include the categories, ones that I did, because I double-checked. None of my Elder Scrolls games are in here that are categorized, and Fallout New Vegas, which is one of the top categorized games I have, one of my favorites, is not in the list. So I'm like, okay, that's inaccurate. Uh, I don't know how to check all of them, so I just added all my lists together with the unorganized ones, and that came out to about 328. What was your number? Are you, do you have to like recalculate real quick? Because <laughs> uh, I'll give you time. I'm going to do a recount. Just keep talking. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I. That's weird. Uh, Steam doesn't let you just like. Yeah, I wish it would just show you like all the games going. Cause you're right. I, I, I don't have 277. It's like 290 something. Yeah, it's like I, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, you guys might want to recount yours, cause I'm looking at mine, and Wall of New Vegas is definitely not in this, and that's like. I know I own that game. None of the Elder Scrolls games are in there. I own all the Elder Scrolls games. I have games on GOG too that aren't on Steam, so I don't know if we can count those too, but we're just counting Steam games now. How much did you have? Uh, I had 328. 346. Mm, nice. <laughs> That's definitely more than mine. Holy shit. <laughs> Good job. Haha, <laughs> I waste more money than you. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have? <laughs> oh, uh, let me let me see. All right, two seventy-seven. Seven. Welcome to the podcast where we compare sizes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's right, audience. What's your size? Tell us in the comments. <laughs> uh, two the bigger you are, the yeah, more exactly. two ninety-seven. <laughs> Is my final. So you are the most financially responsible. Yeah. Got it. I don't know. I don't think it's that much more financially responsible. Don't you do like just like the Steam share thing with your brother? Yeah, I do the share with my brother too. He he buys like half the games, I buy the other half. Nice. It's it's usually whatever like we're into at the time because he bought uh, Doom twenty sixteen. I bought Eternal stuff like that. I had a journal. That's a pretty good game. I never finished it, but I played more than half of it, which is what I do with most of my games. Um, but yeah, we're getting off topic now that we've compared yeah. sizes. <laughs> All right, so now that we've finished comparing our sizes, uh, we've gone really off topic. Let's get back to it. Um, Steam, they're doing a shitty thing. They're going to lose business, in my opinion, even though I don't really do it. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is back on the PS Store. Yeah, that's right. It was removed shortly after... Uh, it was released because it was such a buggy mess on it's PlayStation been, 4s. Yeah, it's been six months since this game has been on. Not fixed. Yeah, you know they give they've actually like given up on like fixing everything properly. They're just like that's an, they're trying that's to annoying. move on. Yeah, they're trying to move on to like their multiplayer shit because they've been talking about creating like this multiplayer system in the background for all awesome. their games. So we're gonna get Cyberpunk uh, 2076 or whatever. I'm like annoyed because it's it's like you release a game, people are excited, they buy it. At first, I was blaming uh, was it Crunch Culture because that's kind of what happened. But to be fair, Cyberpunk was announced ten years ago, and they shouldn't have announced it so early. They shouldn't have given it release dates if it wasn't ready. They shouldn't have done this. And now they've released a game that people spent a lot of money on. I bought it for the PlayStation 4. Yes. Um, yeah, I still have my copy. And I actually like the physical copy because it has a bunch of really cool stuff in it. But I, it doesn't matter if I can't play the freaking game. Yeah, because like, it, like it drops down to like 21 FPS in certain places and it's basically unplayable. Performance-wise, it'll just do random crashes for me it didn't really drop frame rate the biggest bug that i 
thought was hilarious that made me realize I need to stop playing this game was I got in my car, okay? In the game, you're given a car. Um, and then I think we went through the mission where, and spoiler alert for anybody who still cares to play the game, uh, a main character had just died um, at the very beginning part. And you go through this scenario where you're almost killed. You wake up in your apartment and go to your apartment or whatever. And then you're like, I need to get my car back. So I get my car back after walking for 10, 15 minutes. Get in. And as soon as I get in the car, I'm in a corner in a parking lot. There's no traffic. There's no one around. Nothing. A taxi spawns in front of me, crashes into my car, squinches it like a small sandwich, sort of. Like, to the point where it's not drivable. And then I talk to one of the characters that I was just having a conflict with in a perfectly normal tone. Uh, as though nothing happened. And the car I just spent 10, 15 minutes walking to, uh, wasted my time to do so, uh, was now undrivable. <laughs> and I was just like, this is the type of game I'm in store for. Um, no. And I stopped playing the game. Yeah, I, I seriously think Cyberpunk, it was not meant to be an open world game. It was meant to be a linear story-based game, in my I would have been fine with that, too. Like, I would have been fine There's with that. There's nothing to do in the open world. Yeah, it's not. It's like they'll text you about cars you can go buy and stuff and races, that's I think, not, maybe. That's not fun. Like, I don't know. I I just kind of got annoyed. I only bought the game for, for Keanu Reeves. I, if you just made it a story game, it wouldn't have affected me at all. I don't know. A really big problem that I had, it, I totally agree with the whole open world thing, because you had, like, really good... Uh, quest so like i'll give you an example there's one where you're kind of like a detective and stuff i'm like oh wow this is really fun i hope there's more of this and nope it's just about like five minutes <laughs> so like there's like a lot of potential to have like cool shit but then it just goes back to the same old oh go walk around and find this cyber guy he's a bad man you are the cyberpunk find the cyber guy <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's that's all it is. You have to fight cyber society. So yeah, CD Projekt Red, figure your shit out. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of things, Bethesda new engine. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now, right here. I didn't say about Fallout 76. I didn't say it about a bunch of games, but I always ended up saying I knew it was gonna be shitty. I think those engine upgrades are bullshit. I'm saying it right now. That game is gonna launch in a more broken state than Fallout 76. Calling it yeah. right here. If you're right, you're right. I can't I can't argue with you if you do end up becoming right. I am excited uh, just because it has been a significant amount of time since their last, like, their game they've released. Bethesda Game Studios hasn't really worked on a game since they re-released Skyrim for the seventh time uh, with Skyrim Special Edition and then Skyrim VR. And even then, those were, like, ports. So I wouldn't be surprised... If they've been in the dark for the last over 10 years now, making a new engine, trying to gauge what the community wants, making this game they've kind of been teasing at since I believe the early 90s with an open world shooter game uh, in space they wanted to do, but they never got around to it. I might be mixing that up with another, no, with another company. It was like 20 years in the making. Talking so. about Cyberpunk. <laughs> no, that's cyberpunk. No, there was another space game they wanted to make, but Elder Scrolls was their priority, and then they got Fallout. Uh, but they've been slowly working towards this one. Uh, and I think they were like, they've been waiting for Next Generation to come out for the next couple of games. And I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to make a new engine because people were telling them, make a new engine. They wouldn't, if they wanted to just slap some shit together, they would just take what they had, throw some new pieces onto it, and say they upgraded the engine. Um, but I think they're like trying to make a big deal out of it because they spent some time doing it. That's just my opinion. So to add, a, add to that, okay, I'll kind of retract, not really retract, but I'll say I do appreciate what they're doing. I've been excited for Starfield for years now. Like I mm -hmm. genuinely want it to succeed. There's Me too. There's a few telltale signs here, and I've I've fucked with the creation engine and then all the subsequent engines before Gamebryo, Netimmerse for years now. The first and biggest issue I see is repeated like 
not not just like design choices, but like tech. So a thing that they did in Fallout 76 is they have the animations. It's a common thing you, you do um, in certain games do it. But you have the frame rate of an animation once it's a certain draw distance away. They did that to their shadows, which is concerning because it implies that they didn't have a very good budget or they're having performance issues with their render with their render budget. Uh, another thing I noticed, it looks like the nat- natural progression of Fallout 76's lighting art style, which had very, very poor uh, like lighting techniques. It, it looked good in certain scenes, and I definitely think it looks beautiful in others. But when it came to when it came to harsh metals, rain, reflective material, it looked terrible. Because they just didn't know how to get their cube maps down and all that shit. Uh, yeah, th- their, their animation engine, they said it was new. It definitely looks better. But if you watch closely, at, for example, the robot at some point when you're looking down from the starship raises his hand up. Um, you'll see that it's a very stuttered animation. It might be like the half frame rate thing I'm talking about. Performance issues more than likely. But it looked like a very kind of jilted animation. Same goes for when the pilot was sitting down in his seat and certain parts of him moved a little awkwardly just from how I saw it. Uh, another thing, they're still using cards for effects. So a lot of MMOs will do this. So ESO does it, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen does it, uh, where they'll take an effect, so like a particle effect, instead of using like GPU particles, some, some games still use it. They'll take a 2D texture and they'll basically just make it track the player camera and they create volumetrics by stacking a bunch of those on top of each other. And the fact that, that still exists instead of actual volumetrics is kind of concerning to me. Uh, you, you see that in the rocket thrusters when it's taking when the ship is taking off. What else? Uh, there's a very high level of contrast and sharpness filters happening in the trailer, which reminds me a lot of the Fallout 76 trailers because they looked exactly like that when they were showing it off. Uh, yeah, but... We're comparing uh, the trailer, though. The trailer is cinematic. It's been pre-rendered, from what I understand. Well, they said it was an in-game cinematic. Is it? Well, yeah, but, I mean, cinematics are typically uh, pre-rendered, from what I understand, at least. Um, That's why I didn't judge the visuals of that too harsh. When I get, like, an actual in-game gameplay section, then I would start to pick that apart, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, it's, it's true, but, like... I'm getting this feeling, and I never, I never call these out, but I'm, I really want this game to do well. Me too, and that's why I'm saying I'm like I, you're, you're saying these things. It makes a lot of sense. Like I, I have put my faith in Bethesda and been disappointed. It's a mixed bag. You either get a good game, you either get a bad game, or you get a game that's kind of in the middle. And um, this, I, I think the thing that's helping this one, um, for me is the fact that there's no preconception. There's no pre-built history or expectation going in. It's an entirely new EP. So they have room to experiment. They could see what works for them and just have fun with it, which is the best way for a creator to let loose. So maybe. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be bad. The engine issues, though, I, I'm just excited that they're announcing a new engine. I never really had a problem with Gamebrio other than, like obviously, the pugs that could come from using it. But it's been one of the few engines... But if you play on PC, you can modify, uh, you can fix the scripts yourself if you know enough what's going on, which Bethesda's always giving you the tools to help when an issue rises up. Unlike Cyberpunk, which you can't really do much when something goes wrong. And then CD Projekt Red just locked out the people who tried to mod it. Exactly. I'm like, God dang it, guys, it's not how you do things. When did they do that? Uh, So Cyberpunk modding became a thing, but the thing is like, the, the only reason people have been able to mod it, and I think I might be kind of wrong on this, is because the whole hacking thing that happened. So a lot of the source code got leaked, and people have been kind of using that to kind of reverse engineer things and make stuff. And you about made better? Yeah, they, they were trying to make the game better. About the only thing you can do right now is like change models of stuff. There's like a there, there's a few mods here and there, but it's nothing big. It's like when Fallout Four modding, uh, before the creation kit oh. came out. I remember that where it was like someone posted the cutscene of, of Johnny Silverhand Keanu Reeves making love to the player, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> but yeah, 
I don't know how to say it. I'm kind of nihilistic and I'm kind of optimistic about this. I just hope it ends well. You have to be. I don't blame you at all. Keep your expectations low. Exactly. I, yep, I, I will. I, that's it. I'm going <laughs> to buy the game. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's one of the games, one of the only games I'm going to pre-order probably in the next year or so. All right. So I think with that, Matt, you want to pass it off? Yeah. So, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This is like, as I put a chip in my mouth, I'm like, I have to chew really fast because I'm going to have to read this. Uh, yeah. So, this is the whatever we want to talk about section. It's for whatever we want to talk about. So, um, what do you want to talk about, Ash? All right. So, Windows 11 was announced. Did y'all hear? It's it's pretty crazy. They were like, yeah, I looked at it. Windows 10 is going to be the last Windows ever. Are you sure about that? Windows 11 comes out. It looks like Mac. Apparently, it's being designed with like tablets in mind. Last time they did that, we got Windows 8. So I'm not too excited. Oh, no. Yeah, they moved all the stuff to like the center, like the taskbar. You can't really change it. They added some new stuff, but what I really wish they'd fix is you know you know how like the back end with your settings it's like oh if you want to get to your battery performance on a laptop or on your computer you need to like right click your battery icon and it brings you a certain menu but then if you go through like the start menu that stuff isn't really like in line with the stuff that you'd go through with the battery it's like completely different uis it's like i just wish they would like do that whole visual unification stuff they were talking about with windows 10 but then they just they gave up on it and they just move on to windows 11 and more than likely we're going to see like that stuff remaining from windows 10 and windows 11 so i i don't know i'm windows 11 it apparently it makes performance better on devices yeah windows 10 has some weird processes that i've had to go through the last couple of months to try and fix stuff will like just eat up memory for no reason which is yeah. very weird I hope and you can't even disable it, like, half the time. Like, the anti-malware stuff, like, takes up half a gigabyte of data half the time. And I'm like, I can't have that. I have limited memory, guys. You can't just be stealing it while playing a game. Uh, Sorry, I, I cut you off. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, there's, there's that, Speaking of which, there's uh, actually a friend of the channel, uh, Kukai. Yeah, me and him were talking once about, like, Windows 10. I'm like, oh, you don't have Windows 10? He's like, no, I'm still running off, like, Windows Vista or something. <laughs> And he has like a good, he has like sixty four gigs of RAM. He has like a super high end GPU. He like records his videos in four K. He hasn't made a video in ages though. He took a oh. bit. Of, he took a hiatus for Starfield to come out. That's um, fine. That's perfectly understandable. But he's also, like, yeah, good. No, I was just gonna say the Mac Daddy of Windows operating systems that I kind of just want to get on my computers to fix all my technical problems. Windows Seven. Oh, I miss it. That was the first Windows operating system I had on my personal computer to play games, and I never had any issues. Then Windows 10 will release an update every other week, and I'm like, it'll screw something up. All my files are deleted? <laughs> Classic. I never had that. I just want to play video games, and it keeps messing with my performance, and I'm like, you can't do this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm like, like with Starfield, I'm hopefully optimistic, but unlike Starfield... I'm sure that Microsoft is going to fuck this up terribly and it's just going to become Windows 8 all over again. I just realized that Microsoft owns Bethesda. I keep blocking that on my mind for some damn reason, but yeah. Oh yeah, when it happened, we were all in shock. I was like, Big Daddy Bethesda's been bought out by, by Microsoft? Oh no. <laughs> no, no. Like, it's not a bad, bad thing, but I'm already seeing the exclusivity thing. I, I don't really care too much as long as the games stay on PC, but I've always been kind of a Sony guy. I play both. I have all my consoles. Like, I have Xbox and everything, but I just, I mostly play on my PlayStation 4 if I'm not playing on my PC. I don't know. That's just a me thing. That's someone will, I've ignited a war within our comments about which one is better, <laughs> probably. And I'm just going to say, everybody play what they want to play. I don't care. That's why I own everything. Hey, um, Matt. Yeah, what's up, Matt? What, what do you want to talk about today? Crash. <laughs> Friday the 13th movie. So when we recorded our last 
uh, episode, we went on a little tangent with the Friday the 13th movies. So, I'm here to talk about how awful they are, but also great. So, basically, I'll just give you the general background of how all these movies were made. So, they basically came out every single year because they were so cheap to make. And it was called the you know the slasher movie so it was like the slasher genre lasted from 1980 to 84 so you had all these movies coming out all at once and you were hit with all these movies and they made a lot of money but when you look at them now they're they're, they're trash so now i'm just gonna mention my favorite ones so you have friday the 13th part 3 which is friday the 13th 3d um this is where they tried using 3D in the 80s. <laughs> with the, with oh, the no. funny glasses. Yeah, with uh, the blue and red ones. Yeah. And then um, you have part four, which is pretty good. That one has, um, what, uh, what's his name? He's in Back to the Future. He plays the dad. Crispin Glover. He does a really funny dance. Go look it up. It's really, really great. Um, part five. Not good. Um, part six is where shit gets fucking weird. Where now he's, because uh, spoiler alert, he Jason gets fucking killed in part four, and then he comes back in part six, and now he's supernatural. Hmm. I thought so, he was always supernatural. No, no, no. He was just a guy. Am I thinking of Michael Meyer? Freddy no, he's Jason. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's Jason. Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure. I get them mixed up sometimes. I'm thinking of Halloween and Friday the 13th. I get them mixed up. But yeah, I, know I still have to watch all the Halloween sequels. <laughs> that's a, that's on my list. I think, um, while you're on the topic of I actually learned some fun uh, Friday the 13th lore. There was a crossover between Evil Dead, uh, Freddy, which is Nightmare yep. on Elm Street, and yep. uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yep. And, um... They actually, in the crossover comic, which I don't know if it was fully released or whatever, but I do know the storyboards and all that for exist. They actually kind of reveal that Jason this whole time was actually a deadite, which explains why he's yep. so freaking durable, which is actually really cool. Yeah, they tried alluding to that in um, Friday the 13th Part 9, Jason Goes to Hell. So they go to this cabin where the descendant of Jason Voorhees has to stab him with this magical dagger. I'm not joking. This is some this is this is the actual plot. So they go to this cabin and you see the Necronomicon from from the Evil Dead and they're just like, Oh look at this. We own the rights to this too. What could we do? You don't know. <laughs> yeah, we know, but you don't know. But you don't know. And then when I was watching it with my girlfriend, we both love Evil Dead, and she's just like, this is disgusting. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> But then at the very end of that one, they tease Freddy versus Jason, which actually happened. Yeah, that was, uh, that was the one that actually happened. I don't think they owned the rights to uh, Evil Dead. It was owned by someone else. That's why it never... Because they wanted to do a movie. New uh, Line Cinema? New Line Cinema, they, they own I, what, on, I let think me they own it now. Let me grab my steel book. Um, I'm pretty sure Lionsgate. You're right. Yeah, that's why they, they were in talks, and the actor for Ash, I can't remember his name. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Thank you. I'm like the soup guy. I'm like thinking soup Campbells. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, he said the talks for that movie concept were atrocious because they were like, we want. We want Ash to come out on top, which, you know, that in my opinion, that makes the most sense because everybody else is evil. And Ash is the only guy that's actually trying to save people. Um, but the people who own Jason and Freddy were like, we don't like that. Uh, we, don't, we don't like that the, the good guy gets to win. That's stupid. That's really stupid. And they never did it. They never did it for those reasons. But they were close. And eventually, I think they just settled on a comic book, which is OK. At least the storyline exists, but... It could have been a whole movie. I would have fucking watched that, too. That would have been awesome. Yeah, then you have Jason X, which is, which is uh, Jason Space. We talked about that last time, didn't we? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because that's the one that always stands out to me. That's the one where the sex yeah. dog is turned into like a soldier. It stands kinda. out, yet it's so, so boring. 
Yeah, it's like it's only got like a couple of key scenes that are even worth seeing, and everything else is like. Yeah, that's why I love Part Four. Part Four has the best kills, in my opinion, and has probably some of my favorite scenes, Hmm. like um, Crispin Glover doing a crazy dance. (laughs) I love that though. That's I need to see that. I gotta watch that when we're done here. Well, yeah, if you ever want to watch some trash, I highly recommend that you watch Friday the 13th sequels. Don't watch part one, because that's boring. <laughs> I'm not joking. Part one is so boring. No, I, I, I'm I not really too much of a horror fan, but I love horror stories. So, like, I, I know the stories of some of these movies, um, because I researched them heavily, but I've never sat down. I mean, I probably will one of these days. I just... I, I have this thing where I watch movies where I have empathy, like extreme empathy. So when someone gets stabbed, I like, like queeze up like, mm, 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 no, but I can play video games fine for some damn reason, just because I'm psychologically weird. I don't know. Oh, no, they're but, trying yeah. to break apart Dominic Toretto's family. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't take the family out of Fast and Furious. It's all about family. <laughs> I can, I'll, I would watch Fast and Furious versus Jason. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Jason driving a car. I'd actually watch that. What car? Would like Jason drive? I don't know. Give him like a rundown minivan or something. Like, oh fuck. Or like, or like some cool fucking Mustang with flames coming out. <laughs> it's gotta. It's gotta be like a giant... It's gotta be a truck. That dude's a huge guy. It's gotta be it's gotta fit properly. So it's gotta be like a rundown, durable ass truck or something. That's like yeah. fueled Let's with the souls hum- of his victims yeah. or something. Like, like a Hummer. <laughs> like a Hummer. Yeah, like I don't know. I just he comes from like the the lake, doesn't he? Yes. I can just see it now. The scene of the the moon and the lake. Everything's quiet. The eerie music's playing. The fog rolls in. And then the lights turn on, and he drives out of the lake. <laughs> That'd be so cool! All of a sudden, it would. All of a sudden, you know, you gotta have the horny teenagers, at, horny teenagers out on the lake, and they're like, "What's that glowing in the lake?" And all of a sudden, you hear like badass music. You see the hunter rising <laughs> from the water. I forgot Jason has his own mixtape. What would his songs be? <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably some metal. Uh, like. Sh- some weird shit. So probably some Motley Crue, like Shoppy the Heart. And... Speaking <laughs> of music, watch this, guys. You're about to see the best transition in your lives. Jay, <laughs> you want to talk job. about music? Oh, yeah, music. I, did, I don't do this on purpose. Like, I want that to be on record. This shit doesn't happen, like, with me intentionally doing it. Uh, synthesizers. So last time, uh, last not last week, but, like, the week before, whatever we recorded last time, I talked about this awesome band called TWRP. Um, they're an awesome band if you want to check them out. Some of you might actually know who we, who they are. We uh, are a cult and we're everywhere and we know everything about everyone because we come from the future. But that's a different story. Um, Twerp is cool and they're this electro-funk rock band, kind of. And they use this thing called a talk box, which I've talked about before. And uh, a lot of the things that make me love them so much is they use... This thing, the Tonk Box, which is a very fun, interesting tool when you're trying to make music. It's basically, if you were to take um, the sound from an instrument, preferably a guitar or a synthesizer, and you run the sound through a, a cable, almost said a MIDI, which is not what I want, uh, not, not the right term. Uh, it's an auxiliary cord, I believe, and you just run it from that directly into the cable or the pedal, the pedal. And that has a speaker in the box of the pedal itself. So it has a tube attached to that speaker. You put the tube in your mouth and then you speak uh, with using the sound that comes out of the synthesizer. You don't actually talk or sing or do anything. You just shape the words like you're lip syncing, and it like turns it into like this actual singing thing if you can play it right. And it sounds really cool. Some best examples are Daft Punk. Uh, they do uh, harder, better, faster, stronger. It's done with the talk box. Um, 
twerk does it. The grandfather of it was uh, Roger Troutman from the band Zap and Roger. There was Peter Frampton who did Do You Feel Like We Do? And uh, Chromio does it too. Um, all that's done with a synthesizer though. And it showed me when I listened to it for the first time that a synthesizer can literally do like almost anything. It can do, uh, p- uh, obviously, piano. It can do um, drums. There are drum machine synthesizers. It can do bass lines, uh, which are awesome. It can do, um, I think, guitar, kind of. Not really too well, but it can definitely do guitar-esque sounds. It can do um, the vocals with the talk box. You can do wind instruments with breath controllers. And I don't know, I'm budding more and more into it because I want to actually become a synthesist. I'm actually having the lead singer, quote-unquote singer, uh, lead synthesist, I should say, of Twerp, who's every other week teaching me more and more about piano and keyboard, and eventually we're going to get into the synthesizer. I own a couple myself, and I want to learn how to play them because I want to make my own music one day. But synthesizers are really cool, and chances are most of the music, especially from the 80s, really used synthesizers. Um, I don't know. I brought out my stylophone, which is a synthesizer, but I highly doubt you guys can even can even hear it. Are you playing like, it right now? Ah, uh, hold on. No, it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like you can hear it. Can you hear it? We hear no. a little bit of a buzz, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it like doesn't want to play. I would show you guys more about it. I'd ha- and maybe in the future, I'll pull out my talk box and try to show some of it in a future episode, which would be cool. But Discord doesn't like me because it's like, ooh, that's electronic. That means we got to cancel it out. And I have no idea how to turn that off. So, like, I tried turning off the auto thing, and it just doesn't do it. Yeah, no, they have, uh, sometimes... weird, they have weird, um like, ratios for that with where they do the cutoffs for, like, the frequency. Cause it, yeah. It cancels out my voice sometimes for some reason. That's weird. <laughs> like, it's, it's really weird. Trying to show my friends, I'm like, guys, I got the thing to work. And I'll go to play. It's just silence because it won't pick up what I'm trying to do. But um, next time we record, I'll try to bring on the Tonk Box and show you guys a little bit about it. But I'm not going to try and set it up because it'll take me like 30 minutes at least. So let's, that's just synthesizers. Synthesizers are cool, everybody. They can do everything. And they're my favorite instruments. Synthesis is one of my most favorite concepts of all time. And now you'll know a little bit more about me. Maybe you go learn about talk box or something. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, what, what are we? What's the next one? What's the what's the next? <laughs> what's, the, what's the next thing? I don't know how to transition what I'm actually trying. Let's let's. All right, all right. Who's so, doing it, Hash? <laughs> I, I got you. I got you, Jay. So <laughs> the next part is from the community, everyone. Um, this is the part where we more definitely, completely, actually take questions from the community and answer them really fast. Usually because we're running out of time, like right now. <laughs> so question number, question number one McAfee suicide or murder both I think you mean, what do you mean both that's a joke I, I think like, it's a global oh. conspiracy he was right you schwacked yeah no he probably was off because uh, he knew too much he was gonna leak info from what I understand I'd love to know I, I I bet it would be so funny if he was like actually just fucking you with everyone that'd be so and funny. then he got killed for it <laughs> so he wouldn't he be just, surprised I mean I've seen the pictures I've seen the one of him in front of the table taking the fun powder with the women <laughs> I, I know what kind of lifestyle he, he led crazy guy what right. a legend crazy man question number two we don't have anything. <laughs> All right, guys. Two. Great answer. Thank you. I know that was. <laughs> thank you, community members. That was a great, great question. Question number three: Weird hot woman, women trend, woman trend. What, I, what what I wrote this. This, in. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is something I kind of want to talk about really quickly because we kind of touched on it with the uh, Samsung Sam last. Oh week. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, this weird hot women trend. Like, there's always every other month. There's like a new hot woman of it. Like last month was lady Demetresque. this month was samsung sam who's next who uh, is it the degeneration of society jay that's what we're seeing it's it's yeah it's degeneration and evolution in the wrong ways but i want to say the next waifu is going to be um tyler one famous streamer <laughs> 
I just, is, that, is that your lock-in? Yeah, that's my lock-in. We'll, we'll find out. I'll make it happen, how, guys. How far back does this go? Because the earliest I can remember was Bowsette. Like, Bowsette was the one that started it. That blew up. Who was after that? Was it Demetrusco? Uh, be... Before Bowsette, there was um the whole uh, black hole and the Earth thing, or was that after? Oh, yeah, Earth-Chan. We, yeah, we did yeah, Earth-Chan, yeah. which was really weird. Uh, black hole got turned into a woman... Um, which was very meta, kind of weird. Um, I don't know who else. Who else is like? How far back does this trend go? Like this is like something I've been thinking about ever since I noticed that. I was like, how far back does this does this go? Because we had um, the earliest I could remember was Bowsette, but then we had Sonia from Pokemon Sword and Shield. She got blew up. She was Rule Thirty Four made. Everyone's <laughs> saying that. That's a quote, by the way. That's not me coming up with that term. That was like an actual YouTube video title or something. But there was that. It was after that. There was always. There's. I guess it's people have been people have been thirsty for a long time. I guess because I mean this kind of goes back to like old cartoons and stuff. I don't know. There was the aunt from Big Hero Six. That kind of blew up for a little bit. I mean, I'm digging here, man. I feel like I'm the only one thinking right now about this. <laughs> but this has been going on a while. I'm turning into Charlie Day. I'm Charlie Day beaming right now. I'm I'm the dude who's like connected. Where did it start? Where is it coming from? You know, Jay. I think since this is a community round question, we'll leave it to the community. What do you What do you guys think? Yeah. What do you think? Comments what's, below. Where what's the earliest? Stuff? What's the earliest one that you can remember that like where it started? Who do you think started the trend? Now, for the for the like two percent of people who actually w- listen this far into the podcast, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we <laughs> might have one person and they might have all the answers. Who knows? I'm pretty We're sure gonna get a paragraph th- th- in the a, comments. It was a crazy long time ago, but I asked a question. I was like, "If you answer this question, you own the podcast." No, <laughs> are we owned by another person right now? Shh, uh, shh. Sh- they don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I I see nothing. I know nothing. All right. So I guess with that we can bring this podcast to an end. Technically, After I ranted, of course, for five minutes about women on the internet. Of course. <laughs> uh, th- this was technically episode thirty again. I don't know how I'm going to format yeah. it. We'll figure something out. Episode thirty two. Yeah, we'll go with that. Or something yeah. vaguely like it. Um, For 30 Reborn. <laughs> reborn. What was the what was that stupid trilogy thing that they did or whatever? Like the pre-sequel or whatever? Not oh, pre-sequel. With, uh, with, um... That was Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands. No, there was like one that was even better. It was like an old... It was Shrek... Whatever. I don't remember. Shrek Reborn. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. There was a really weird title. I gotta dig it up. If I find it, I'll message you about it. Um, Alvin the Chipmunks Chipwrecked? <laughs> yeah, that was the one I was looking at. I, like. I fucking knew it. But yeah, thanks everyone for coming down. Hopefully this one will be up soonish after we've finished recording. We are recording on a Sunday. Uh, yep. At some point in the month. Um... But yeah, thanks for everyone who joined, listened. Thanks to the hosts and uh, thanks to the hot women on the internet. Exactly. Thank you for being there for us. (laughs) (laughs) This is gonna cement my legacy on this channel. All right. So yeah, thanks everyone for coming down. Everything will be in the description, and we'll see you around. Bye. Bye. Bye.